Arizona's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling and oh, I'm not sure if you can hear it in my voice, but I come to you fresh from some terror in the garden. Ah, I had planned to sit outside and record this week's episode for you. Yellow butterflies flapping around, panting dogs at my side. But just before I started, I leaned down to pick up a towel that the girls had left by the side of the pool. And oh, no. And, you know, even though I should be so used to them by now, and even though sometimes it doesn't upset me as much, today... This big and, oh, he was big, fat scorpion scuttling out from underneath that towel. You know, there is clearly something baked into our DNA as humans because the sight of that tail held high, curled around, it's such a visceral reaction you have. Your hair stand up, your heart starts racing. I dashed into the garage, found the brake cleaning fluid and ex-scorpion. Still scares me. Even when it's lying there dead, still frightened of it. Why? Why I then went and did this, who knows? But I pulled back an inflatable pool chair thing that we have got close by and oh no, hideous! Another massive one! They are not usually this big. I do not know what is going on, but one less terrifying beastie to deal with. But man alive, we had draped earlier this summer a young palm plant with a sheet as it was getting super scorched and that sheet had blown off and was sort of crumpled up at the foot of the plant. And you know what? I could not gird my loins enough to lift up that sheet. I was so scared of there being another one inside. I thought I can't deal with it. So I went back into the house. Then making the stupid mistake, just wondering because these scorpions were so huge. Why are they so big? I googled pregnant bark scorpions and now I'm sitting here feeling every little twitch of hair on my body. Ridiculously though, the geek in me, still quite interested. Did you know scorpions have got the same gestation period as humans? Nine months. They give birth to live young, which then crawl onto their mother's back where they get carried around until they're big enough to leave home and terrify British people all on their own. Oh, desert living, eh? When will I ever learn? We had a pretty eventful weekend just gone as good friends of ours were away for a few days and their dog sitter fell poorly, resulting in us stepping in to look after their dogs. So, (laughs) for four days, we had four dogs, which seemed like a lot more than double our normal amount of dogs. They just seemed so much more than double trouble. Sadly, as we don't live on a massive ranch or in a castle, for four days, everywhere we stepped, there appeared to be a dog. Feeding time was particularly comedy, as all of them were on different food, and of course, therefore, all of them wanted any food bowl except for their own food bowl. It was like having four huge, hairy toddlers in the house. The cats, of course, furious, and can still barely bring themselves to look at us. Fun and games. But, The reason we had the dogs, did I mention four dogs, is that the poor old dog sitter 
had actually fallen ill with West Nile. Now, West Nile is a virus that's carried by mosquitoes. Mosquitoes in the desert, you might be thinking. And yeah, do you know, in the last couple of years, I haven't really seen any mosquitoes around, although they do hang out near the green belts and the golf courses around the city. They love a sprinkler-soaked lawn. We don't have any of those, though. But this year, thanks for the plentiful monsoon rains we experienced... I have noticed loads of mosquitoes, especially when blobbing out in the pool of an evening after work. They've been a right nuisance. I hadn't realised they could also cause you real problems. Now, West Nile was first seen in Maricopa County, which is the bit of Arizona that I live in, in 2003. And since then, there has never been as many mosquitoes affected with West Nile as this year. It's a bumper year. Now, 80% of the people who do get infected with West Nile don't show any symptoms at all. The ones who do, most of them get flu-like kind of cough, headache, muscle ache, chills type situation. That's the one you're most likely to get. But sadly, for some people, the virus starts to attack the central nervous system and people have to go to hospital. They get symptoms like stiffness of the neck, inflammation of the brain and, yeah, even meningitis, which awfully is what the dog sitter is dealing with right now. 10 people have died of West Nile so far in Arizona and with the season still about a month away from being over, public health officials are desperately issuing advice about wearing appropriate bug spray whenever you're out and about. Oh, feels like a bit of an onslaught from the beasties right now. Other big news this week, the teenager went on a date. She's going to kill me for telling you. But she went to the mall, Fashion Square in Scottsdale, which makes the Trafford Centre in Manchester look a bit like a corner shop. It is huge, huge. And two things happened there which made me think, hmm, yes, things are rather different in America. Now, first up, while I was sitting killing time in a bar at the mall, having a bit of lunch and tragically doing some work on my laptop, why I didn't just enjoy looking around the shops and having some time off, who knows, but there you go. Anything to get away from the four dogs. I was tap-tapping away when I reached for my drink and, huh, yep, suddenly realised I had a full glass again. Now, Americans listening will say, yeah, and, but this doesn't happen in England. In the US, if you order a soft drink, a soda or some water, that sort of thing, pretty much as soon as you get anywhere near the bottom of that glass, it is refilled. Bang. Done. No fuss. No hanging about. No waiting to catch the eye of a waiter who's ignoring you. No, sorry. Can I just... uh, Excuse me. Can I please... None of that needs to be done. No, it's just done. Bam. And if you order a soda, you pay once. That's it then refill to your heart's content. Happens the same with coffee and diners. They just fill you straight back up again. Now, they will check in, of course, after a couple to see if you do want more. There isn't a kind of relentless flow and waste. But I do like that other extra bit of customer service. It's just taken as red here. Now, the other thing that happened in the mall, which has happened to me several times in America and never happened to me in England, is compliments from strangers. It sounds so mad. It's so true. I remember the first time I was on a subway platform in New York years ago and a much younger woman crossed the crowd to say to me, I just have to say, I love everything about your outfit. Now, (laughs) being British, of course, I nearly died from the attention. What? This? No, it's nothing. It's worse than nothing. It's terrible, awful, dreadful. I shall burn it when I get home. I mean, all that's going on in my head. I think I managed to just squeak, thank you, and feel really awkward and shuffle away. 
On Saturday in Scottsdale, I was on the escalator when a woman commented on my shoes. The colour of those sneakers, trainers, she said. I absolutely love them. And I love how you've coordinated them with your purse. Handbag. I mean, it made my day. Later in the Amazon shop, yeah, in Fashion Square, there is a shop run by Amazon that sells in the flesh stuff you can buy on Amazon. (laughs) How ridiculous, I thought. What a silly idea. I ended up spending $100. Goes without saying. But whilst perusing something that I could have easily perused from my sofa, another woman came up to me. I absolutely love the perfume you're wearing, she said. Then she trotted off. Again, made my day. Now, I don't know about you, but that has never happened to me in the 40 plus years I lived in England. It's not uncommon, though, in the States. If you're British and are generally awkward, as a lot of Brits are around compliments and the like, can I urge you to go and pay a stranger a compliment this week? Do it. It is lovely. And you know what? Let me know how it goes. I know there's a lot of things here that I still don't quite understand about day-to-day life, but of the things that the rest of the Western world could learn from America, I think paying compliments and refilling drinks generally makes this tricky world a bit nicer and a bit easier. Scorpions, yeah, they can keep those. I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 